Let's go! How you doing? I'm Scotty. And I'm Mikey. And, and together, together we, we are SM Sports. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Whether you're watching our ugly mugs or listening to us in the car ride home <laughs> or on your way to work, we appreciate you checking out yes, this week. Thank you, thank you. I always like to start every show with is this week's alcohol sponsor. And this week's sponsor is Golden Road. Cheers, my buddy. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Ah, yes. It's tasty. It is tasty. The Golden Roll Palisades Pineapple is truly a smooth beer. And it is. Definitely a great beer to grab for you as you go to that last camp out of the year. As school's back in session, football's about to start. Right. Summer is really over. Um, it's a great beer that you can really pair with any kind of food or anything off the grill. So we appreciate Golden Road yeah. and uh, join this you. one. Tasty. Yes, it is. All right, folks, so we're back in to our regular format, but actually we're going to switch it up a little bit now that we're into football. Um, and so you'll see a few different elements from us this um, going forward every week. But what I'd like to start out with is the most interesting thing on Twitter. Right. And so I found the most interesting thing on Twitter this week was a tweet from uh, <laughs> SB Nation. It's, this is what 134 million looks like. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What is he wearing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> really, Aaron Rodgers? That's what he spent $134 million on? That's the first outfit you get? What is oh, Lord. that? He looks like Woody from Toy Story when I saw this. Right. right. Oh, I mean, where's the pull string on that? It's the only thing that outfit's missing. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And the, the best part about this, I knew that when, when Scotty was going to look at this and see those $134 million, he figured that I was going to put up this picture. Yeah, this is what $134 million looks like. This it looks is, good. Yeah, it definitely looks good. Oh, man. So let's talk about it, Scotty. Cleo Mack, he's a I bear. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. He's a game changer, and he's on our team. Wow. Christmas came early to Chicago this year. Yes, he, yes, he did. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Claus, he's Mactastic, baby. Yeah. We were tweeting, you know, all last week before this happened, was pay the man, pay the man. And it wasn't to the Bears, it was to the Raiders. Right, it was the like, Raiders, Just yeah. pay the guy. He's worth it. Absolutely. You know, and then for, you know, to wake up on a Saturday morning, you know, at 6.30, you know, on Pacific Time, and all these messages and whatnot, and I thought it was a joke. Right. I it's, thought someone was joking around. so hard to believe that somebody would trade a, a caliber of Khalil Mack to anybody. But. Yeah, and the Bears took a matter of 24 hours to make the trade and then do the long-term deal for this guy and then get him to Chicago to sign on the dotted line where the Raiders couldn't get this done in three months. Right. You yeah, know? he didn't show up any of the workouts the whole time. They knew he meant business right off the bat and still didn't find a way to work it out. Yeah, that's true. And he was very honest and open about it that I'm not playing until you give me a long-term deal. Right, I'm not going to any workouts, any training camp, any, anything until you, you get this straight. I don't, I'm a big fan of Gruden, but after this move, I'm really starting to question his moves. You know, people keep writing about him saying maybe he's a genius and we're just all a bunch of idiots and don't see the bigger picture. <laughs> you know, and honestly, I hope that's the case because then the Bears benefit and the Raiders benefit. So I truly hope that that's the case. I just don't see it. Like, right, what's going right on over now, there? Yeah, you don't see that, that part of it. At least I don't either. I mean, 
All I know is that we got he's a game changer on this club, and uh, our defense went from here to here like that. In a heartbeat, I mean, he changed the face of a franchise. He changed the face of the NFC uh, North, yes. uh, the Central. Yeah. You know, he, and then of course all of the NFC now. You know, right. everybody that we have to play, although we're playing some AFC teams as well, but you know, everybody's gonna game plan completely different now. Yeah. In a matter of what happened, you know. Earlier this week, 2016 Defensive Player of the Year, never missed a game in his whole career. I mean, uh, he's a game changer for sure, and uh, quarterbacks got to look out for him for sure. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers and Cousins should ask for more money. <laughs> yeah, you know, I wonder if Cousins hoping he's a Jet right now instead. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> At least their money's guaranteed, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hopefully, they should have gotten more guaranteed because, yeah. oh man, this guy's a beast. So. Obviously, we're excited to have him, but you know, I do feel bad for Raider Nation. I, because I, I just right. didn't. I never thought that this was going to happen. I thought they would figure it out and make it, make a way to get this guy in their squad. And, and so it, it's tough. I mean, you, you shake your head and say, "Well, thank God I'm a Bear fan." Right. <laughs> right? You Absolutely. Know? Definitely. Definitely. So, yeah. Mac Tazzy, baby, Mac Tazzy. Fantastic. All right. So that's right. We're going to get into uh, a new segment that we'll have uh, during football season is the Fantasy Football Forum. And what's gonna what we'll focus on in fantasy football from obviously is fantasy football, right? You know, we'll talk about you know don't be a buster on these guys, don't sleep on these guys. We'll talk about the league that Scott and I are in, which is a family league um, that we just drafted this past weekend. So we'll you know, give updates on how our teams are doing because we obviously use our own draft strategies to draft our teams. So we'll right. see we'll kind of put the proof behind what we told you to do, and we did it, and let's see how we played out. Um, so exciting for that. Yes. But the first thing we want to talk about is, you know, how to win an Edward. You know, I might ask, well, what is an Edward? <laughs> What's well, an Edward? Exactly. What is an Edward? This is what Edward is. This is the trophy for our uh, family team. It's named after my uh, late grandfather. That's a pretty um, awesome trophy yeah. right there, I tell you what. Oh, man, I'm excited. If you look real closely on that picture, if you see that picture on Twitter, which it'll, it's up there now for you, you know, the 2018 champ, it says Michael. Congratulations, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. I'm the returning champ for the league. Nice. Um, I placed every year. I placed in second in the first year, and then I placed third and fourth every other year going forward. So it's nice to finally win the yeah. win the uh, this league. And so this, as we speak, the trophy is en route to Los Angeles, California. It should be on the set next week for everyone to see in all this glory. So Scotty can be jealous that I at least have <laughs> won something since he keeps beating <coughs> me in the picks. Um, but how do you win Edward, right? So we give you our draft strategy and how to uh, go about your draft. Well, Scotty, really it's the same kind of thing, right? Right, as your draft, drafting, you also, you got to know your league, got to know your rules, got to know who you're playing against. All right, say your opponent is starting Aaron Rodgers and you got Devontae Adams and um, so you want to cancel, hopefully Aaron Rodgers throws touchdowns to Devontae Adams and they cancel each other out. Um, that way you, your score is there. If you can cancel out Aaron Rodgers with a wide receiver, yeah, things look pretty good on your side. Um, or maybe you don't want to do that strategy. Maybe you want to just stay far away and hopefully hope Aaron Rodgers has a bad game. It's all, it's all in how, how your league scoring system is and how you feel comfortable playing somebody in, on your team, and, and maybe you have way better plays, and you know, you're not even thinking of starting Devontae Adams. Which yep, you got to know your league, though. Yeah, you know, got to make those moves, and, and that's how you make those tough decisions out there. Because um, the tough decisions are the ones that are going to win those weeks and win that league. Right. 
All right, so on to the next one. Obviously, we beat this as a dead horse. I don't know how much more we can save is no watch football, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Kind of a no-brainer, um, but for some folks, they, they just watch their team and just kind of yeah. don't really pay attention to it. Yeah. Those are the folks that are not going to win. Um, you know, you obviously have football on Thursday, all day Sunday. You know, we have game on Monday as well. Um, then once that's over, then, then check the NFL Network. Um, you know, they're going to take a, all, not all the games, but most of the games, break them down from three hours into one hour. To one hour, You know, yeah. if you DVR them, you can watch that game in 45 minutes, you know, so you watch as much as you can during the week and then catch up before that next Thursday so you can set your lineup and right. do everything that you need to do, do your picks and whatnot, um, but it's watch football, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. There's little things that you might see that nobody else saw in those games, and it's it's good to watch football and, and make your own own judgment, own opinion sometimes, that, you know, go with your gut. Exactly. But that takes us down to the next one. Once you've done listening to your gut, well, you got to also read. You know, get on Twitter. Follow us. We'll give you great information all throughout the season with fantasy sports as well as everything else. Um, but then follow Matthew Barry or follow anybody else because all the writers and everybody that's active in the fantasy world is on Twitter. And they're uh, yeah. active on it. Yep. You know? It's that time of year. Exactly, folks. And don't forget the sites you're on. You know, no matter if you're on ESPN, NFL, right. CBS. Yeah. yeah, we're on Yahoo this year. You know, whatever it is. But we're going to check them all. Right. We're going to read everything we possibly can. You have two writers, and one guy's going to be high on you know somebody this week. Other one will be low, and they're going to give their reasons why. And so from those two articles you're reading, you can then surmise, okay, well I like this guy's reasoning. I'm going to go with this. You know, I'm going to sit him, or I like this guy's reasoning. I'm going to start him. Absolutely. That's why you have to really have to have multiple sources. As yeah. much as you want you to only watch our show and listen to our podcast and follow us on Twitter, it just it doesn't make sense. It's not what we do. You know, we listen to a lot of different people along with each other and then gauge with the gut and go back to there and then we make our final decision. Yes. All right. And then on to the next one, Scotty. You know, you gotta do this right. Uh, you gotta you gotta see the waiver wire and and your injury report. You gotta know if your guy's playing that week. Is did he practice? Is he questionable? Is it probable? I mean, well, they don't really do the probable thing anymore, which is always weird. It was, yeah, it was kind of, yeah. yeah he, like, he, he might, you know, you know he's hurt, but but either way, you got to check your waiver wire and see who the next man up is. You next know, man up. If your guy didn't practice all week, more than likely he's not going to play. So you got to either grab the guy behind him. If there's a better player on the waiver wire um, that is going to start, then grab him. You know, you gotta you gotta keep an eye on that. Definitely, that's what comes research, research, research. And then on to the the last part of uh, how to win. Edward is find a guru. You know, I've got my guru sitting right over here. I'm gonna listen right. to him every week for the first 13 weeks, except for the two weeks that I'm playing him, because he'll give me bad advice there. <laughs> uh, but once I find a guru, it's find someone that you trust that we feel is as knowledgeable as you, or more knowledgeable, um, mm -hmm. and just pose a question. You know, like an example I always use is I've got three wide receivers, A, B, and C, and I'll text Scotty and say, Scotty. Uh, there's the three wide receivers I have. I can start two. Who should you start? Or who should I start? And just leave it at that and let him give you, or him or her, whoever it is, give them your opinion on who should be started. Now, I have in my mind who I think I'm going to start, but because I'm not 100%, that's when I go to Scotty and I ask that question. And then I let him give me his advice. And at 9 times out of 10, I take his advice. If you're going to go with somebody, we'll take their advice because until they steer you wrong, you know, then hopefully right. they're helping you out. Yes. Yeah, so you got to find a guru or someone out there. Or why'd you ask them if you're not going to follow their advice anyway? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I, you know, don't go to them. If you, but, you know, put somebody as a bi-week fill-in, you know, that's more of a simple you know, right. choice because um, you have less options. 
Um, so don't go to you know your guru for those. Don't bother them for that. But go to them on those tough decisions when you have something like that, because that really can make or break your week. Yes. Right. All right, folks. So that's how you're going to win your Edward this year. All right. So on to our next ver next section of our fantasy football format is don't sleep on them, folks. No. Nope. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on the sleepers. <laughs> All right, Scott. So. Obviously, Chris McCaffrey, you know, he was taken in the top 20 running back, but why do you feel the sleeper this week? Uh, he's got a great matchup against that Dallas D last year. Gave up 104 yards rushing uh, average per game um, to opponents. So he's, he's going to be the workhorse there for sure, even with C.J. Anderson around. Uh, McCaffrey is a guy, he was a workhorse in college at Stanford, um, and he's a playmaker, you know, and I just see him having a, a really good game this week against uh, uh, an iffy D Dallas defense. So on to our next sleeper for uh, the week, and that is Adrian Peterson. Uh, just got signed with last week by the Washington Redskins. I think it was a very smart pickup for them. Obviously, they had so many issues and questions going on because of an injury to their rookie that they drafted, right. uh, which is unfortunate for him. Um, man, but this man is... Yes. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's uh, he signed a very like what the veteran minimum contract, and uh, it was never about money. He's got something to prove. They're saying he's too old to play, and and uh, I don't think he is. And he's gonna have a great week. He's playing his old team, the the well his last team, the the Cardinals, but. He's gonna he's gonna go out there and ground and pound. And to our last sleeper this week, and this is really unfortunate for uh, McKinnon. You know, you, you hate that injuries happen. Yeah. This was a non-contact injury. In you know, practice. The yeah. last day of practice before you know. Yeah. It's, so it's it's unfortunate, but it happens, and that's why Scotty said you know next man up. You know, I'm gonna say went out and got Alfred Morris, but this guy knows this system. He knows this coach. He right. he was a top twelve running back last year in fantasy, and yet people, I feel people are still sleeping on this right. guy. Right? Yeah, they don't want to play him or just overlook him, or, or I don't know what it is, but the the guy just goes out there. I mean, he, he's not the flashiest guy, or no. you know the the big name player as you want to say, but he he just goes out there and does his job week to week. Yep, and scores points for you, man. Yeah. So that's what you want. And, and really, all the three of our sleepers this week are that number two running back that you're signing in after number one. And they'll be solid. Like These are the solid yeah, number twos for you this week. These are great plays this week. Definitely, definitely. So on to our Busta. So don't be a Busta <laughs> and start these Bustas, Busta. So the first one is, ooh, Le'Veon Bell. I know a lot of you guys took him as your number one pick, um, but he hasn't signed. I took him. Too. Man. And um, See, I he still hasn't him. signed that tender yet, oh, and uh, that franchise tag, and um, don't look good. I don't know. I mean, he may even he may still sign it before the game, but he's gonna have hardly any practice with the team, the first team offense, and so it's it's not looking good. I wouldn't start him. I wouldn't trust him this week. All right, so on to our next bust for the week, and that is Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, I know. I think you probably think you're like, oh, Beck Beckham's uh, for sure. He's a must-start each week. Um, against Jacksonville, and, and you know, Ramsey's going to be guarding uh, Odell this week. But doesn't mean that the Giants aren't going to have guys put up numbers, but they got Barkley, they got Shepard, they, they Ingram. You know, they, they still got a lot of weapons over there. Ram I think Ramsey's just going to shut down Beckham this week, and um, 
That's why I, I, I would, if you have better options, I wouldn't start Beckham this week. That's bold, but I, I feel you, Scotty, because, you know, I mean, Ramsey was calling him out on Twitter. Right, he's excited. He Man. wants to play him. And as soon as OBJ got paid, right. Ramsey was tweeting, I cannot wait. And, you know, at the, which is exciting, right? It gets you ready yeah, and pumped up. Yeah, exactly. You like seeing those matchups, you know, the shutdown corner versus the, you know, the stud wide receiver, you know. It's, it's, you know, and that's what we, we just talked about. you got to do your research and know, you know, who are these wide receivers facing? Right. You know, because that matters as much as the, the rest of the defense. Yep. You know, and especially if you have a shutdown corner like Ramsey and a staunch defense like Jacksonville. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, and, you know, the Giants and Jacksonville are contenders this year. Yeah. Which it hasn't been said, but they're Super Bowl contenders this year. Both are in that conversation. Right. It's a great matchup in week one, so yeah, I'm bringing cool. my popcorn. Right. <laughs> All right, so our last buzzer for the week, this man just got named to as a starting quarterback. Obviously, it was kind of a given once they trade away Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Uh, Bridgewater, excuse me. Um, but it's Sam Darnold, you know, yeah. the Jets. It's hard to trust rookie quarterbacks anyways, but his first game, he's going to be in the spotlight on Monday night. I would not play him. I mean, hopefully you already had a better option at quarterback, but... Um, I would definitely not start Sam Darnold this week. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be the, the youngest quarterback ever right. to start a game. Ever, yeah. This is the 11th consecutive season that a rookie quarterback is starting game one, and it's going to be Sam Darnold who's going to be our lone rookie quarterback starting this year. Um, and then so on the opposite, opposite side of that is if you have Detroit's defense or if yeah. you have a bad matchup with your defense this week, then look to stream stream yeah. Detroit this week because yeah. I think that Detroit is going to be so hungry to go after a rookie on Monday, Monday night. night. Yeah. I mean, man, I mean everybody gives up for that. Yes, there's two games, but the second game, Rams and Oakland. I mean, the Rams are going to blow them out because Oakland just so upset about Mac leaving. Right. But, so the you know Detroit's going to be ready for this, folks. They're going to go after this guy, and so you know here you don't start Donald, don't start Donald, but hey, start Detroit's defense, stream them if you don't have a better option. All right, folks, so on to our next segment that we'll be doing every week. Obviously, we've got a, it's a pigskin pick'em from ESPN, which we do a family league on that as well, where everyone from the baby on to granddaddy and everyone in between does picks on a weekly basis. Um, straight up, no spread, no confidence. It's just straight up pick just winners and losers. All right, so that takes us into our next section uh, for this week, and that's around the world of sports. And the first uh, league that we want to talk about, our first uh, topic, is the WNBA. Oh, yeah. yeah, right in the middle or uh, towards the end of the WNBA yeah. championships. Playoffs, playoffs. Uh, playoffs, playoffs. So first we've got the uh, Washington Mystics up against Atlanta Dream. They're going to game five, which is very exciting. And on to the other series, which Scotty is very excited about. That's right. Phoenix against Seattle. Seattle's my pick, obviously. Um, and I like both home teams to, to win these uh, game fives, all important game fives. Um, so I like Atlanta at home, and I, of course I like Seattle at home, and that should be uh, taking us to the championship. And um, but folks, if you're not watching the WNBA championship in the playoffs, go ahead and make sure you tune in to that. And that takes us to uh, MLB, the baseball, Scotty. Right. So it's heating up too. Man. Playoffs, you know, the pennant race, everything. You know, teams want to make it. Hey, the Yankees are right there, you know, the top of the 
pennant race or in the wild card. Yeah. But they're also only three and a half games back now from Boston because yeah. Boston really hit a, a rough tread there. So that's really interesting to see how that's going to all play out. Then you've got, of course, Oakland, um, Tampa Bay's hanging around there. Yeah. You know, and, and some, I've read some folks are picking them to kind of creep back into the month of September to, you know, take that spot from the Yankees, which I don't see it happening. Right. But, you know, it's exciting to watch. Yes. You know, and then obviously on the, you know, the uh, National League side, we've got the Brewers, the Cardinals, you know, they're all fighting for that spot. Um, so obviously, yeah. yeah, the Dodgers are they're, they're fighting yeah. too. Um, thank God, because, you know, Hanson is finally pitching the way he yeah. expected him to be. Really, he got off those uh, drugs, and I'm going to say drugs, prescription drugs. Right. They really just were clouding his mind and got off of those, and now he's pitching like his old self again, which that's great to see. Yes. Um, that's for sure. So really both pennant or both wild card races, you know, are really something to watch all the way down the wire. If you really have three to four teams on both sides, that can take those spots. And so that's great because obviously the Cubs are, you know, by far – have that lead in the National League, and they really should hold on to right. that. You know, you got Chris Bryant back, you know, yeah. Addison Russell's back, and he's healthy. Um, you know, you got the pitchers that are pitching like you expect yeah, them to. Yeah, everybody's getting healthy at the right time. Yeah, yeah man, and hitting well. and clicking, yeah. I mean, and Javi for MVP, you know, he, he went through a slump for a week and started, you know, wasn't really so much in the conversation, but now he's getting home runs again. And right. Yeah, yeah, he's having that season like uh, we thought he would in the second half, and uh, he's got to be mentioned in that, that talk for MVP. All right, so that takes us to our, our third topic for around the, sports, around the world in sports, and that is the NBA. Yeah, so it was exciting to see the NBA come out, and once again, they're by far leading the pack when it comes to organizations out there. Um, they said this coming season, players don't have to wear shoes that match their uniform. They can wear whatever they want. You know, because Ben Zorbers got fined when he was wearing black cleats instead of blue cleats. Yeah, you know, it's you know, a players league. NBA is definitely a players league. They know their their um, product and and they listen to their product and what their product wants. You know, which I hate to call men product, but you know, basically they they know what their stars you know want and and they know how to showboat them and show them off and and it's good for the league too. You know, it. it this guy's, you know, it's good for everything, for marketing, brand, and that player, and the and the league. Like everybody wins, you know, uh, on that account. I agree because, like Antonio Brown, one game last season, he had to change his cleats at, at halftime, or he was told he couldn't go back on the field. You know, and that just really lends itself to what Scotty was saying is that those organizations, I feel, you know, the NFL, the MLB are focused on their brand, where the NBA is focused on the players, letting the players be the brand. And right. I think that's where the difference is in those leagues, and that's why the NBA, like we keep talking about, is being, becoming more and more exciting to watch. Even NHL went to the, uh, to the minor league, the OHL and the AHL, and said, you guys need to stop playing so much Fortnite. You need to take any reference of Fortnite off of your Twitter profiles and whatnot, trying to clamp down on that game, which is a national I mean, phenomenon. And like, mom and dads are, are hiring Fortnite coaches now right. you know, for their kids because they don't worry about how their kids might be looked upon by other kids, you know, at school, which is so sad that that's where we're at as, yeah. a, as a world. Um, but, you know, that's what's happening. So that's a phenomenon. So instead of, you know, the NHL embracing that and embracing the players because we look at UNBC, when they upset Villanova last year, you know, they were on their, um, all the social media playing Fortnite. 
you know, it, it didn't hinder them. They played really well in the next game. They ended up losing finally. Um, but it's those those entities that are embracing the players and embracing what they're doing. I feel is what's going to step up and be the next NBA. Because NHL, I'm sure the NFL, if they keep going down this path, is not is going to be overtaken by the NBA. Right. You know, and the MLB is the next one to be overtaken by the NBA. Um, and I'm all for it because, like you said, they're focusing on the players. You know? Right, absolutely. Uh, your players make your league, and and they understand that. They know that they, and they're acting on it. You know, it's awesome. It's great. It's great. It's great to see. It's great for the fans. It's great for the players, and it's great for their league. Okay, so that rounds that up. Is there anything in the around sports that uh, intrigues you, or is interesting to you, or um, you know, actually, how, how about um. I got something for you. How about the Alabama? What's going on with the quarterback situation over there? Oh, man. You know, that's actually one sport we haven't really mentioned at all because, like we said, we can talk about, you know, college football as much as we talk about NFL football. Yeah. Now they've got fantasy football for college, too, which right. is kind of exciting for people that prefer that because there are people out there actually, funny enough, that prefer college football to the pros, and rightfully so now what's going on. But for me, the, the biggest thing is, um, you know, Coach Saban coming out just this week and naming Tua as the quarterback. You know, he went into the first game and on their official depth chart, it was Tua and Hurts were co, you know, number one quarterbacks. Right. To me, I feel like he was stringing Hurts along so he wouldn't transfer to keep him on the team because now they started, Hurts can't go anywhere. And so I really feel like he fleeced this guy. And he knew all along he was going to name Tua his starter, you know, and now just comes out this week and says, yeah, Tua's the starter. We're going to use Hurts in some way, somehow, but Tua's our starting quarterback. And I really feel like that was good for the Alabama program in that we have two great quarterbacks. I mean, he's the reigning SEC champ, right. um, you know, and so I understand that from that point, but for this man's career yeah. and for – where he could go and what he could do. He could be a starting quarterback in the NFL, you know, as he, if he continues on this path. But now he's stuck behind a sophomore who's not going to give up his job. Right. Tua is a great quarterback. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's by far, you know, Absolutely. a, a yeah. great quarterback. And, and I think if you look at both of them, Tua is outplaying Hurts right now, just let's say week one. But right. that's only because the confidence that's been instilled in Tua has not been instilled in Hurts. Yeah. You know, Hurts came out in the media and talked about it, like, I feel like they're, you know, messing with me, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And this is another example of Saban, you know, being Saban, you know, just like what Urban Myers, you know, is, these coaches are controlling these guys in a way that's good for their school but not good for the kids. Right. You know, and that's what bothered me the most about it. It yeah. wasn't in the best interest of this guy who could go on and start anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. All right, so that's our Around the World in Sports. We want to thank everybody for watching. Thank um, you. Once again, I want to remind you that our website is up. Um, yeah. And so we are publishing articles now. So look for, you know, at least one, if not two, articles every week that will come out on our website. And we'll pop those out as we write them. Um, obviously, we'll put those on our Twitter for you to find them there. Um, you can also find our podcast, whether you want the video on YouTube or the audio. You can either view or listen through the RSS feed. Uh, you can download it as well or listen directly from our website so you don't need to uh, um, so you can have that wherever you go. Um, so definitely look for that. Exciting, exciting. Definitely, folks. Um, soon we will be on iTunes, Google Play. We're just waiting for them to approve us on that, and it will be up there as well. Um, but once again, if you're on YouTube, don't forget to uh, subscribe to our page. 
you know, click that bell. Right, get the notification sent to you. That's right, because we'll be dropping these episodes every Thursday going forward like clockwork to get you ready for that football week. Because, Scotty, football is back. Yes. All right. All right. Thanks so, for, so, thanks so much, everybody, for watching. We appreciate you listening, watching, wherever you were doing it. And, uh, hey, enjoy some football this weekend. Yeah, it's that time. Speaking of that time... Let's go! And cut! That was perfect.